Success Insight shares the stories of the people with passion and drive who make things happen in the world. Here's your host, Howard Fox. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Success Insight Podcast. Our guest today is Trisha Lino. Trisha is the co-author, along with her mother, Anna Borup, of the Guardians of Machu Picchu book series. Trisha's mission today is to inspire middle grade and teen students, their teachers, and their social workers to celebrate Latin culture and arts through colorful adventure stories that encourage a love of reading. Trisha, welcome to the Success Insight Podcast. Thank you, and thank you so much for having me. It is a pleasure, and I have to say there's a little envy going on right now because your books are about Peru and Machu Picchu and Latin culture, and I love to travel, and I have not yet been to Peru. And so now having you on this podcast is like, okay, now I really have to go. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. So how did you get into this interest in writing a book about Machu Picchu? Maybe share a little bit about the background and how you got to where we are today. Okay, I would love to share that. I actually um, married into the culture. So my husband is from Peru. He is actually a native Incan. From So all of his heritage is just this amazing story. And when I go down and visit family there, they tell me all these stories. And I'm just like, wow, that has to be a book. I have to make that into a book so people know the history. Because there's so many fascinating histories and stories that go on in the culture itself. But also about Machu Picchu and about the Incan Nation that are not written in the history books. because. Of course, we have the Spanish sides, mostly, of what happened during that time period. As we look into this, it's really great to be able to see this amazing, rich culture. You know, as I listen to what you've just shared, two things immediately came to mind. One is probably the middle of last year, we interviewed a gentleman. His name is Leon Jones, but he talks about himself with his moniker, Peruvian Jones. So he, I guess, went near uh, the capital of Peru, Lima, and then up in the poor neighborhoods and started a, uh, it's called a, a Wawawasi, like a, oh, yeah. a school for, for kids. Yeah. And just a rich, very rich story. And then thinking about the gentleman that painted my house recently was from Peru. And he was always wearing the colors. And you talk about the vibrant colors. And I just remember that. And now you talking about like Machu Picchu. Now, have you actually hiked Machu Picchu with your husband? So we've been close to Machu Picchu. Yeah, we've been to Lima and the house. Of course, we have a house in Lima. My favorite place to go in Peru, besides the amazing historical site, is Asian Beach. So it's like a little place there that is outside of Lima and the beaches are gorgeous beaches and we go there every well it used to be every other year and then we started every year until his mother just passed away so oh wow okay yeah it's just been amazing fantastic now when you met your husband did you meet him here in the states or had you been down into peru and you maybe you met him there how did that that occur it's, I mean, it's kind of a crazy story so I actually did school counseling and was a school counselor in Alaska. Um, had some friends tell me to come to Brazil. And I went down to Brazil and lived for the summer. And then I got broken up with. And so I like 
forget it. And then I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go online and, you know, talk to people, you know, because it's you, after you get broken up with, you're just like in this mindset of whatever, you know? Oh, yeah, whatever. The next thing I know, I'm online and I'm looking for someone to talk to. The picture of him is on, a, on the beach with his Mustang. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, this guy's stuck up. I'm not going to talk to him. And it actually just happened to be he was the only one online at the time. And so we connected on the internet. And he's like, I'm never online. I just happened to be online at this specific time. It was just crazy. Just kind of like a freak moment. But it was like I'd known him forever. It was so cool. You know, Providence is, you never know when things are going to happen. Right place at the right time, time and everything. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, we have similar backgrounds and things like that. So it's been really amazing. We've been married for 15 years and have two children and are happy, really happy. Fantastic. And as you, you know, eventually you got together and got married, how did the immersion into the culture and, you know, how did you, would you think about like collecting stories or when was that moment in time? It's like, you know, there's this book here because you alluded to it early on is that, you know, your husband is sharing stories, you're going down there. But what was that insight in that moment where, where there's a book here? Well, you know, when I was in Alaska living, everybody would tell me, you have to write a book. You know, you tell the best stories. Because I would always make up stories for the kids up there working in Alaska. And um, so I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it eventually. And so when we went down to Peru and I started hearing all these stories, I'm like, it's just something connected me to to that and to the stories. His aunts and uncles, his and, and tios would start telling these stories of their lives in Monaco and then the history, you know, behind their all the way up to Machu Picchu with the Incan nation. And so I just started developing stories in my mind and it's like, oh my gosh, these are amazing. I have to get this down. And so I started writing. And at first I just started writing for myself. And this is funny because I just think look back on it now and think, oh my gosh, this is actually what started me on the path, but I was writing this book just for our family, you know, and I was substitute teaching one day and the boy didn't have any materials to read with after his test was done. And of course he was one of those boys that just kind of ripped through the test and did ABC, you know, just answered as much as he could and then was done in like 10 minutes of test. And so he had like an hour and 20 minutes left of class and we're sitting there and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to get him to read this and see what he thinks, you know, and just get another perspective on it. And so I had him read it. I put in my flash drive and had him read on the, on the computer. And then I kind of forgot about it. And then the bell rang and I'm like, okay, everybody can leave now. And I looked over and he's still sitting there at reading. And I'm like, you can leave now. You don't, have to read anymore you know thanks for reading you know what you did and he goes no I have to know what happens I have to know where's the end and at that point I'm I wasn't finished with it yet you know I was just in the middle of writing it and he goes no I have to know and then I'm like okay I've got to get this done that kind of triggered me like this is actually impacting a student 
that doesn't read, you know, that doesn't get involved in books or doesn't involve something reading, it connected him. And then I'm like, I got to get this done. And that's what kind of started me on this whole journey of writing and writing this history and the connection of the history to this fascinating story. So it's a historical fantasy is what genre it's in. Okay. And as you're writing the books that we alluded to early on in the introduction, this is a, a book series, Guardians of Machu Picchu, and you've got two books that have already been published. The book one is Elixir of Life and book two, uh, it's Orb of Time, correct? Correct. So I know you're you're working on or your book three is being worked on right now. Right. I'm not going to give it away unless you give it away. <laughs> uh, and then there's a book four. How did you then take this this writing, these stories that you're creating. And I think it's wonderful, by the way, that you you went out to one of the students and they obviously they sat down, they were very immersed in it, and they gave you they basically enjoyed it. And that's a good indicator, like, you know, there's something here. How did you then start to create this book, but then also begin to include your mom in this little adventure of yours? My mom and dad oh my dad's a history teacher and an archaeologist, and my mom is a teacher as well. And so when we started writing and got involved in that, my mom was really kind of just helping me along. You know, she kind of wanted to help me in the writing process because I, you know, I have my doctorate in education, but I never really wrote besides dissertations and curriculum. So she she got involved in the Utah creative writing process and and things like that because they live in Utah. And so I wanted her input. And that's how it kind of came about that she drew herself, I I guess, drew herself in and I drew her into this process by just, you know, connecting with her on that, that level of being able to get her ideas on what I was writing. And then, of course, they love going down to Peru with us. They've been down to Peru with us twice now. And we went to, not too much to Machu Picchu with them, but we went to a place called, trying to remember the name now, it's just outside of, of Peru, an ancient ruin. It's like 5,000 years old, and not a lot of people know about it. So it's even before, and this is actually going to be down the line in the books, but it's actually a civilization that was before the Incas. And so you get, we're going to even go back a little bit even further than that. And when you step out into this place, it's like you're walking into Egypt, just to give you a little clue there. But it's amazing. It really is. You know, I got to tell you, when I uh, have about three three weeks available of time to do vacation, I'm lining it up for when you and your husband and parents are down in Peru. Definitely. I definitely. Can, uh, we can show you around. <laughs> yes. There you go. You I'm a very opportunistic podcast host. Okay. <laughs> very opportunistic. You're welcome to come. Oh, thank you. And so you, you, so you got your mom involved. Are the books designed to be standalone or do the stories overlap any? How does, how does that work? In? When I wrote the first book, I wrote it not really being a writer myself and kind of just pulling some ideas. And then I went to a lot of writing classes and a lot of writing groups with Andy Fenimore, who is a best-selling author, uh, Richard Paul Evans, and those guys. And I started learning from these guys how to really put things down on paper and how to draw your audience and in 
and write better. And after I went into those classes, I'm like, I'm going to add to the book and, and pull it and rewrite it and add more depth into this book and create a better book. And so that's where we got it, pulled it back, and then we brought in Elixir of Life, part one, and then it's now part one and part two. And part two was supposed to be released in March, but because of what's going on in the world, it should be done. Well, it's done and ready to be released, but we're just waiting for the lull of this, you know, coronavirus thing to happen. But yeah, it's it just, oh man, I just can't wait till that's out. I get so many, so many great compliments from the first book. It has like a four and a half star rating on Amazon, the first one. And then also I have people that, parents that come to me and say, my son's autistic. He doesn't read at all. But I bought your book for me to read and he stole it and he won't give it back. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is what I want to hear. You know, I love those stories. And that's where we went and started doing the curriculum for the schools. And we started drawing that area into it as well. So, yeah, let's talk about this. And you've got these books. You're getting some really nice reviews. And, uh, you know, you're kind of doing the rewrite. And you've got a number of books now in the series. How have you begun to take the culture, the lesson, and the, and the about Peru uh, to bring those into a curriculum for students. So how, how has that kind of developed? Oh, it has been so much fun. So my background, and of course, my mother's background is in education. So to be able to create not only a book, you know, but to be able to create a lesson with the book and to be able to use it in the school, so the teacher can use this book in the schools, and we have lessons created for them to bring out questions, and so they can use it for a history lesson or a cultural lesson, any type of lesson they want, even art, they can use it for an art lesson. So there's different ways they can use the lessons and use them in the classroom. And to be able to have that curriculum already made for them is is such a key component. Um, another thing that I've been trying to do for a long time since I released the first book is trying to get a video game created. So I have developed or written up this video game. I just need a, a video game writer to then develop it and create it and put it out there. And at one point in time, I did find someone that we, we thought we would do a board game and make it a board game, but he got really busy with other commitments, and so he wasn't able to help. Now I'm in this, because um, we used to live in Utah, but now I'm in the Bay Area where we get a lot of tech people, technical people, but I, I'm just putting it out there. Oh, yeah. Hey, if anybody knows how to write video games, please let me know. Because I really want to connect this video game. Because I want the video game... Well, the video game that I've written is actually part of the education as well. Because they have to read the book in order to get through the levels of the video game. And so it actually connects the reading and makes it more fun for the students. 
or for individual person. Fantastic. Well, Tricia, you are actually in the right place because one of the, I mean, you and I connected via LinkedIn because, you know, we had early on sent out invitations for authors to be on the podcast, but I have a huge LinkedIn network and I'm happy to help you. We'll like, we'll, we'll find somebody for you. To, to that get would this. be amazing. I would we'll, love that. We'll do that. That's, I can definitely help you with that. Let me ask you a question now. So you've got the, the, the education components. What's an example of one of the lessons that a child would be going through in the education sequence? Okay. So what we do is actually we go, we have a couple of different programs. One of them, we go into the classroom and we teach a lesson on Peru and on the different, basically the history of Peru or the art of Peru, whatever um, area the teacher's in. And then after we teach the lesson, we do a mini lesson on writing and how they can write their own Choose Your Own Adventure. And we set them up with a Choose Your Own Adventure kind of idea of what to put in the book. And then we put them in teams and have them write their own Choose Your Own Adventures in teams. And then we actually put it on our website. So it's a really fun process for the kids. Students, we've gone into three different classes so far. And that was last year because we just barely started that process program. And it's been very successful, very successful. And it's very exciting. Well, you know, with the, with the COVID-19 virus and the fact that, you know, we're still depending on where you're at under quarantine and the schools are closed. And I mean, this is a perfect opportunity to take this education and the, the, you know, what you've created and make it into a virtual offering. It's a perfect opportunity for that. Oh, yes. Yeah, definitely. I've been doing these mini lessons online of how to write just for the kids in my area. I've offered it, but I'm willing to open it up to anyone. If they just email me and they want their kids involved in this post process, we have a program we're going to do open up for the summer where I teach these many classes, then they would get a free book with the class. And after they get, they'll get a free book and we go over the lessons. And then we also teach them how to write their own books. And it's a really fun little opportunity for the summer involving the students to help them with the creative writing and the creative process, but also their history and connecting them with their history um, so they keep on learning through the through the summer. And each of these classes, the prices will depend individually. I'll talk to the parents on the prices. Uh, I don't want to kind of give that out yet. Right, sure. <laughs> I want to talk to the parents to kind of see where they're at because I want it to be affordable for everyone. Sure. And the age range, I mean, in the, in the show notes, I saw, you know, middle, middle grade to teen, but is that, is that the sweet spot you're looking for? We do middle grade to teen, but we also have um, started looking, uh, doing lessons from anywhere from third grade on up. So third grade is about age eight or nine on up. It's been fun. Really fun. Very interesting. I love how, you know, you've got this, you know, this chance meeting, you know, you 
in this case, getting broken up down in Brazil, yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah. You know, you, you meet your, your future husband, you suddenly get immersed in uh, a new culture. And by the way, living in Alaska, I'm kind of envious of that one too. Oh. I have been to Alaska, but, but that I'm sure there's a lot of good stories there as well. Oh yes. And that will be another series next. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have so many stories in my mind. Oh my. Well, you know, something you know, I, I was chatting with uh, a guest on a podcast not too long ago and she had a PhD as well. And I remember her comment is, you know, having a PhD and writing your dissertation is not the same thing as writing a book because yes. <laughs> different kind of mindset. Uh, so, you know, you've, you've developed this love of the culture. You sat down, you've taken lessons and become a, a successful writer. Now you're translating that into working with kids and helping them grow and develop their cultural intelligence is what the word I would use. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of new cultures and, you know, helping the schools, the parents. And it's, that's just a wonderful journey that you have been on. And when you look back at it, what do you say to your, to yourself of, Oh my God, what if, how did I get here? Or this has been a great ride. I can't wait to see what's next. What are you saying to yourself? Kind of both. Um, seriously, I, I look back and I'm like, wow, it, I would never have thought I would have got here in high school, you know? And then, and some of my teachers are probably, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I look back and I'm like, yeah, wow. And then some of me is saying, this is so amazing and I want to go so much further and I cannot wait to get, you know, all the things that I have in my head out there, you know? So many different series, so many different books that I want to write and, and teach people about so many different things and so many different genres. And, you know, not to stay with a historical fantasy genre, but also a historical romance or, you know, venture out a little bit on different things. So, yeah, so many different things. Oh, my. I mean, you've, you've got to go back into our library of podcasts. There are so many other authors out there there that have been working have worked with us and be great to have conversations with and oh, uh, yeah. who knows maybe there's some collaboration there maybe i'll bring all of you guys together on a big podcast that, oh that that's would an be idea. so fun that would be great that would be it. so i got a question another question is the husband okay and the kids what do they say about you know trisha lino author what are they saying her mom mom the author the wife the author what are they saying oh my goodness okay so it's so cute. I would go do book signings and I have my four year old. He's four year old now, but he was a two years old at the time. And he would go around the store and he would drag people over and he would say, this is my mommy. She wrote guardians of Machu Picchu elixir of life. And he would bring over kid people. And then I would tell them, you know what it was about. And they were excited and bought the books. But he would be the initial salesperson in the whole thing. And I I think it's so cute because he still does that today. He'll say, oh, mommy, you got to go tell them about your book. Or, mommy, go give them your card because they need to know about your book. <laughs> and he's only four years old. He just is so excited about um, the book and sharing about the culture of Peru. 
he loves the history of Peru as well. And then I have an eight-month-old, so he's not quite yet there, but he's ready to speak out about the book. But they just are so fun. They're so fun to have. That is cute. You know what? You know what's something to think about. And again, I'm just you know as I'm shedding my my imagine a light bulb right above your head going pop pop pop. These <laughs> light bulbs are going off. Is you know you're thinking of your 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 four year old. There's a children's book here as well. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. And I I think I'm gonna have my mom and myself coordinate in that. And my dad draws. He's like an artist as well. So I think he'll have them do the pictures. And I, I can see that now. I I mean, now that you bring it up full, you know, full front there, I'm like, yes, I see it. I see exactly what I want. I can see every page of the book. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So I want so I want to inter- I'm going to introduce you to uh, Barbara Ann and Victor Mojica. They Barbara Ann's book. She's an educator too, by the way. Oh, okay. And her book series is called Little Miss History. Oh. And so Little Miss History is Barbara is like a little teenage girl, but all the major tourist attractions in the U.S. You know, Mount Rushmore, Statue of Liberty. La Brea tire pits, things like that. But Victor, her husband, was the is the illustrator. But so, I mean, if you're if your dad's the illustrator, it's like you got this. And uh, so, there's definitely a children's book there. But let's talk to some other some of our other authors uh, who have also authored their own book. And oh yeah, I love to collaborate, and I'm learning every day. You know, I guess that's what was instilled with my parents being educators. You know, you're like every day is a learning experience and so exciting, you know, to be able to bring in everybody and talk to everybody about it. That would be amazing. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, listen, you know, Trisha, it's been such a pleasure to have you on. And I, I know I just like, we could talk about this. We could talk about that. There's just, there's just a lot of places to go. And, you know, but I love you know, you've given us a great overview of, you know, the origin and kind of the journey you've been on. You've got the, the books that you're working on. And there's I know there's four books in the series and you've got the novellas, the lessons planned for the kids. So and and then, you know, what's next? And I think that's that is so wonderful. And if our listeners would like to learn more about you and your work, where are the best places for them to go? Our website, guardiansofmachupichu.com, is the best place to link in with us. Also, LinkedIn is there as well, which is a great place to get a hold of me as well and to be able to talk to me. I love talking to everybody about it, so would be happy to talk to anyone that wants to reach out. That is fantastic, and it was such a pleasure to have you on the podcast, and I'm looking forward to staying in touch because I have some to-dos on my plate for you to make some introductions for you but also again to see if we can help you with the board game whether you know the virtual and app and how however it gets created but definitely uh that and introduce you to barbara ann and, and victor mojica trisha it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the success inside podcast thank you so much and i love talking with you thank you so much 
Fantastic. All right, folks, what a wonderful episode. I mean, just first of all, I need three weeks vacation so I can go to Machu Picchu or go to Peru, of which Machu Picchu will be just one destination. And like I had shared with Tricia, I am an opportunistic traveler, podcast host, friend, wherever my friends live, I want to visit, but we got to get past this little COVID-19 issue. But listen, do go out to Trisha's website, guardiansofmachupichu.com. Learn more about her and her mom and you know the work and the writings of Guardians of Machu Picchu book series. And really also embrace the work that Trisha's doing within the, the education sector, you know, helping grade, middle grades, teens, teachers, and you know, social workers help students celebrate their Latin culture and the arts and Really just, I mean, if you've ever seen anything that has been written about Peru or the art, lots of wonderful colors. And again, I'm really envious because I want to go visit. But in the interim, again, go out to the website, guardiansofmachupichu.com. Do connect with Trisha on LinkedIn and we'll provide the backlinks in our show notes as well. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as we did. We're going to be on successinsightpodcast.com. Please leave a comment about this episode or any other episode that is in our library. Also, we are on Facebook and LinkedIn and our business pages, successinsightpodcast.com. All of the major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as on YouTube and Instagram. I think we are on Instagram, but we do a lot of work on Pinterest as well. That's where we also uh, display our our, uh, children's book authors there as well. So there's lots of opportunities to either listen, download our podcast, especially this one today. And hey, if, if you're a big fan of Peru, you're in the right place. So go out there, have a phenomenal day, be safe wherever you are, whatever you're doing, just take care of yourselves. And we'll see you on the next episode of a Success Insight Podcast. Take care now. Success Insight is a production of Fox Coaching and First Story Strategies. Find us online, successinsightpodcast.com.